they hold up that infrastructure bill as being like the mo- the biggest climate change legislation ever signed in the United States government, which <laughs> might be factually true. That's a really low bar. It might be factually true, but and and I don't deny that there's a few things in there that are decent. But we're talking about a very serious, like civilization threatening crisis, and it nowhere near matches the level of investment or or action that needs to happen to actually try and avert that. Like any climate policy whether it's America or Canada or whatever, that doesn't have like a massive, massive investment into rail and public transit uh, and getting people out of cars and, and transitioning into alternative systems is not really like meaningfully trying to attack the problem in any way. Yeah, I mean, it, it's very bleak. And we saw the pushback in across the world from reactionary forces during the pandemic when governments tried to do modest uh uh, public health initiatives. So like, yeah, to a certain extent, it's like, yeah, I, I mean, it's such a huge problem to think about uh, to the to, like, wh- where are we going as a society? If not, you know, if it's not environmental breakdown, it's going to be social breakdown and like, or both a, a combination of both is more, is more likely. Um, yeah. So yeah, just, just join your local uh, leftist, uh, <laughs> sell (laughs) yeah yeah i mean it's something that i think about often like we talk about the big profound change that has to happen in order to like even meaningfully because we can't even we know we can't like reverse the damage that's been done so far but even to meaningfully confront it and you see the way that like conservatives and reactionaries are responding to even these very mild modest ideas like hey let's maybe have some smarter urban planning so you have better transit more parks you have stuff closer to you so you could walk to it you're not stuck in your car all day uh you know just like basic normal like progressive ideas to maybe make things slightly more slightly better and they're losing their fucking minds about this idea claiming they're being put in these like soros concentration camps to say nothing of like any kind of drastic activity nationalizing industries or like all the major things that need to happen even the most mildest progressive uh you know hippy dippy ideas about about making our society maybe slightly greener they react as if they're they're uh it, all their rights are being stripped away so yeah the, the, that's the, that's a pretty serious obstacle towards any kind of change happening yeah the warsaw ghetto was the original 15 minute city yeah exactly yeah amazing um and I know you, you talked about the Supreme Court as well, and like the idea of the way that this re- extremely reactionary Supreme Court is, is this huge impediment to progress. I mean, not only is Biden not talking about expanding the court or term limits or any of these things, but there's all these stories coming out right now about the like open, <laughs> rampant corruption on the Supreme Court, like oh, open yeah. and shut case, <laughs> open and shut case for like at least three of these conservative justices who are totally obviously on the take from these billionaires going on these lavish retreats. You've got fucking Kavanaugh's gambling debts that mysteriously disappeared. You've got Clarence Thomas, even while he's getting these these like burlap sacks full of cash from these his billionaire friends. Um, his wife is all implicated in this batshit January 6th election conspiracy stuff. Like any administration that was actually interested in for ramming through a progressive agenda would be going after all these things and just being like, yeah, you're gone. Corruption. Open and shut case. You're off. You're, we're getting rid of you. Um, and not only, but like, yes, yeah, so they're not only not in, engaging in these mild reforms that they could do to maybe wrestle back some power, but they're literally not going after these people who they very well could for like 
really obvious rampant corruption that's going on. Like, it's completely absurd. Yeah, I mean, at the very least, they could pursue aggressive um, Senate investigations. But Dick Durbin, who's chair of the, the Senate Judiciary Committee, he's just sort of like, you know, urging John Roberts to investigate himself. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, you you are <laughs> you are in the wrong decade, my friend. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I mean, speaking of being in the wrong decade, uh, some of this climate stuff is like, you know, thinking back to when the Green New Deal first came on the scene, you know, the, the thinking was like, oh, yeah, we could do like a, uh, you know, a, a civilian conservation corps style thing, maybe pivot into some wartime rationing, which it, it could be painful, but very necessary. Uh, and now these days, it's just like, well... I guess the good news is the window is shortening now, so we need climate Stalin, like, and more and more people, <laughs> I guess, have to come around to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what I've been saying. So, yeah, no, I figured, I figured you would vibe with that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you for listening to this sample of the Insurgents podcast. To hear the rest of this episode and for more bonus content, please subscribe at theinsurgents.substack.com.